welcome to the podcast. My name is Ashleen. How's it going? Woo! Fine, just cut me so, off. I won't say my name. It's Gracie, by uh, the way. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm keep... here. Oh, yeah. Hi, I'm Donnie, the special guest. He is, he is a very special guest. Donnie, of course, um, if you've been listening to us, he was on the amazing episode of Old Fashioned, which is still one of my favorite episodes that we have recorded. <laughs> See, yeah. here's what's going to be different about this episode, is I actually like this movie. <laughs> oh, we get to see that's that a... side. Awesome. Well, that's why I asked uh, Donnie to be part of this one, because I knew how much he liked these movies, and also uh, the books that they're based off of. Mm-hmm. Well, very loosely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't read them, so. <laughs> Me either. Uh, yeah, I did catalog them for my local library. Does that count? It doesn't count. That no. <laughs> but I read the back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, of course, because that tells you everything that happens in a book. Uh, that's right. I thought that's how it worked. <laughs> um, but I've read fifty books. Period. <laughs> yes. Ashleen! I'm just Go kidding. Library. I'm just kidding. I've read way more than that. Like, uh, 60. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to be doing How to Train Your Dragon, which came out in 2010. Now, to give you some statistics, um, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 99% critical and 91% audience. This is the highest rated movie that we have covered on this podcast. So... Like I said, uh, I like this movie. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> it was bu- a good movie. <laughs> the budget was $165 million, had a box office of $485.8 million. Um, it was directed by Dean DeBlois. I don't know. Um, and Chris Sanders. They both worked on Lilo and Stitch together. Um, and Dean also has directed the How to Train Your Dragon sequels. Uh, it was written by William Davies, who did work for movies like Flushed Away and Johnny English Strikes Again. And it was also written by Dean DeBloy and Chris Sanders, who had, you know, worked on How to Train Your Dragon, Lilo and Stitch. And Chris Sanders actually wrote on Mulan and The Croods. They used to work for Disney, but then they were like, fuck it. <laughs> Which seems to be I've how DreamWorks gets... <laughs> Yeah. This is how DreamWorks gets like, all of its animators. Fuck Disney. <laughs> and then, they're, I mean, and then they exploit fair. their Fuck actual Disney. stuff and uh, kind of do what Disney did with, like, having a million uh, sort of sequels. But, like, those little ones, those offshoot ones that you see on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the TV show is actually tied into the, the sequels. Oh, did you not know that? No, no, I meant that, but I'm not just saying about How to Train Your Dragon. I'm talking about all DreamWorks sequels. Like, if you see, um, like, Shrek, there's, you know, like, a million of those, like, you know, scary Shrek stories and shit oh, yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's what I'm talking about, that. They made a TV show sequel to Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. Ex- what? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Spirit... He, for some reason, even though that film was based so long ago, like, the TV show was some, like, kid from now, and Spirit is her horse. So, it's on Netflix. Don't ask. I, 
I'm not gonna watch that. You know I don't that. blame you because that movie is beautiful and doesn't need any kind of sequel. Okay, wait, 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 Gracie. Have you watched? Have you watched those? No. Are you sure? Because I know you babysit children. I didn't watch those with them. Okay. We watched the troll shit. You are though. a child. Oh. <sighs> All right. Anyway. Uh, so the cast includes Jay Baruchel, who plays Hiccup. He was in movies like This Is the End, The Sorcerer's Apprentice, and Ageline. Go ahead. And he was also in pop. He's also Canadian, and he was also in um, uh, shit. Uh-huh. Popular Mechanics. Yeah, Popular Mechanics. I don't know what that means, but good for him. Yeah. Well, it, him and uh, Alicia Cuthbert who is also a famous actress now, well, sort of, um, they were both in Popular Mechanics in, like, the late 90s, and then they both, like, kind of became famous. Nice. Yeah. I like how he said that the same way I say cool. (laughs) You guys are assholes. (laughs) Um, Listen, I just don't care. (laughs) Um, Then we have Gerard Butler, uh, who plays Stoic, and he's been in movies like 300 and Phantom of the Opera. Uh, he made me cry. Huh? He made me cry. That's, like, in a bad in way? In this movie. <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> like, did he make you cry at how he murdered, way. how he murdered the, uh, the singing in Phantom of the Opera? <laughs> I mean, yes. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, okay, so... Oh, fun story. He was actually in my hometown, like, last week. It was pretty fucking cool, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he and his wife were making a pit stop on their way to Charleston and just walked down, you know, the street. And I was like, fucking hell, man. Of course I'm not in downtown when that happens. But anyway, uh, Craig It's the only thing that's happened in Georgetown in, like, the last 10 years. So it was pretty exciting. Jesus, Ashley, and just dock my, just, just docks me, you know? (laughs) <laughs> good job thank you you yourself by saying that he was there um, listen he could have been anywhere um anyway yeah, he could have <laughs> but he was there and you weren't <laughs> he was very true uh craig ferguson plays gobber he's done a lot of stand-up um he did a late night television show america ferreira plays astrid she was in a movie called real women have curves uh, most recently, she's worked on the um, TV show Superstore. Uh, Jonah Hill plays Snotlout. He's been in Moneyball, Wolf of Wall Street, bunch of Seth Rogen movies. T.J. Miller plays Tough Nut. Who, he's been in Deadpool and Silicon Valley. Kristen Wiig plays... Oh, and he was also in uh, the Emoji movie. Shut up. Ashleen, <laughs> let me get through this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kristen Wiig plays Rough Nut. She was in the movie Bridesmaids, uh, SNL. Um, David Tennant is in this movie as Spite Lout, and he was a doctor in Doctor Who. He was in Harry Potter. He's been in Jessica Jones, Broadchurch. You know, I very... love him. And he runs a podcast now. So. Oh really? Yep. Do you think he'll be on our podcast? Doubt it. Just kidding. He will not. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this and talk you think about Gerard this movie. Gerard Butler will be on this podcast? <laughs> no. Oh, he was in Gracie's hometown. 
Yeah, you weren't there. You could have asked him. You could have asked him to be on this episode of the podcast, and you but didn't. You, fa- you failed. Listen. He could have made me cry on a call. Listen, I'm not inviting that man to my house. I don't want him to meet my mother. Too <laughs> <laughs> real. That because you're ashamed. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the one thing I want to note about this movie before we even really start talking about it is the fact that they're Vikings, but all of the voice actors are like Scottish or American or Canadian. You know, but didn't you realize that um, that the Vikings were in Scotland? <sighs> yes. Well, I mean, at one point they were in Scotland. But I was expecting... Yeah, like they were in the, well, were in the Orkneys in uh, Shetland. Yeah, but these people aren't saying they were in the Orkneys in Scotland. They were in, you know, like Norway. They're they're in the barbaric archipelago. <laughs> yeah, this is a mystical land that has dragons, Gracie. Yeah, <laughs> this is the film. most un- this is the most unrealistic part to me. Okay, Suck that it. they have Scottish accents. <laughs> uh, by the time Shane Dragon 4 comes out and they, like, go to a new land, everybody's got guns. <laughs> in America? <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's what it's like uh, walking down Gracie's hometown. Just Listen, everybody has guns. I, have, I can't I have believe a... Gerard Butler got shot down in the middle of Gracie's city. <laughs> don't, don't disrespect that city like that. It's not a city. It's a very small town. <laughs> it's not that small, Gracie. It's uh, it's bigger than Peace River, so we found the body for six hours because it's such a small town. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God! All right, so another thing: the names Roughnut and Toughnut really fucked me up. I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> Those are characters from the book too. Like. Like, they added a couple new characters, like Astrid isn't in the book, but Roughnut and Toughnut are in the book, and they're both boys in the book. <laughs> oh. But they literally added two girls to this movie. Well, good. It needed some diversity. The only girl in the first book of How to Train Your Dragon is Hiccup's mom, and she's there for one chapter. Oh, they oh, killed her oh. off. <laughs> no, well, she, she went off questing but then she doesn't come back until like the 11th book and it's assumed that she's dead ah nice Um, wow so you know are there any other female characters in the books yes later on in the books uh literally the best character in the whole series is a girl uh but but it takes three books for anybody to meet her oh okay well (laughs) she comes from the tribe of all women whereas the tribe hiccups from is all men ah it's a very realistic book series. Obviously. I mean, right up there with Harry Potter. Just straight nonfiction. Duh. Uh, Why do we gotta be straight? <laughs> yeah, Gracie, I find that very offensive to my gay sensibilities. Half gay. gay. Oh my god, y'all. We have to talk about the movie, not your sex lives. Jeez. <laughs> We're not talking about our sex lives, just our sexuality. Okay. Come on, Gracie. I find it very offensive. Wait a We're never going to get this through. We're 10 minutes in. We haven't even discussed the movie. <laughs> We've been discussing the movie at least a little bit. We, we learned that Gerard Butler was in York City and got shot down, and it was tragic. Yeah. 
Oh god. <laughs> All right, so we discover that, you know, Hiccup is kind of an inventor. He's this scrawny little thing that works at a blacksmith shop. And he really He kind of looks like uh, Donnie here. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> but yeah. He really really <laughs> wants to kill a dragon because he thinks it'll land him a date. Oh my god. <laughs> It's tr- the f- I heard that and I immediately cringed. <laughs> if I kill something, she'll love me. <laughs> if I a girlfriend, is that not how you get uh, a girlfriend? I mean, maybe in oh, shit. like like oh, shit. zero. I never shot Gerard Butler. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, Gracie, let's uh, let's continue on. Okay. Good God, how are we gonna get through this? Um, so we meet the uh, the patient. blacksmith, and I think the blacksmith is the one played by Craig Ferguson. His name's yeah, Gobber. Uh, yeah. And Gobber, <laughs> he's like you know. There's this big, huge fight, you know, like, the dragons come in and start stealing the sheep and everything, and, of course, Hiccup is like, I can help, I can help, but he really can't, he's just in the way, and he ends up, like, using this contraption to, like, fire a shot, and he ends up catching what's called a Night Fury dragon, like, he hits it, um, but then he gets chased by a dragon. four people in town while the dragon fight is going on, like, they, they... Talk, like specifically to Hiccup, say get back inside. <laughs> like you are that but much of a No, <laughs> like no, he is just a problem, and everybody wants him to go inside and stay put. <laughs> He's like the Neville. <laughs> <laughs> Everything comes Don't bring back it to back Harry. Yeah. Uh, um. So you know he manages to hit this dragon, but then another one comes after him, and then his dad is the chief and the chieftain, and he has to save his son. And he's like such a disappointment to his father because his father is like this big burly ass dude who's you know like strangled a dragon and popped its head off when he was a baby, supposedly. Hell yeah, like a man. <laughs> yeah, like a real man, and he's so and disappointed. He his, his character is pretty daddy. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, daddy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of nice, though, because in this movie, instead of instead of it being about, like, proving that he's a man or, like, about how manly everybody is, it's about being a Viking. And, like, you see on the battlefield, like, about a third of the people there are women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the morning after, you know, Hiccup's pretty upset. He's like, this shit sucks. And Gobber's like, you know... It's not what you look like. It's what's on the inside that he can't stand. <laughs> she thanks Gobber. No wonder he's got uh, fucking daddy issues. <laughs> That's not the first line that cracks me up. There's one that comes later, which I'm going to give some self-depreciating humor on. And I'm sure Ashley knows what it is. <laughs> um, So... After Hiccup is like, oh, I'm such a disappointment, he goes off to find... Honestly, mood, though. Huh? (laughs) Mood. Mood. Uh, He goes off to find this dragon that he hit, and he finds it. And he, you know, unsheaths his dagger, and he's gonna kill it. But then it looks at him, 
and he sees the fear and just the giving up in his eyes and Hiccup's like, oh, fuck, I can't do it. So he just tries to free him and then, you know, the uh, black dragon nearly fucking kills him before. But then it chooses not to. It chooses not to. And then it clumsily flies away. (sighs) So. Yeah, that that dragon kind of looks like a cat. That's the idea. Yeah. That's not even the extent of the cat-like things. Like, later on, there's a whole montage of how cat-like yeah. it is. Exactly. Yeah. It was it was modeled after cats and dogs, but mostly cats, as far as its behavior and structure. That's so. why it looks so cute, because the internet loves cats. It's very true. That's why this and movie is so successful. <laughs> because it, the main character is a cat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a dragon cat. Boom, Hell we figured yes. it out. Um, so... The tail's all fucked up. That's why he's having a hard time, you know, flying away. Well, Hiccup sneaks in, you know, to go back home. And his dad's like, you know what? I've decided you get to do dragon dragon training, you know? And Hiccup's like, well, Dad, you know what? Honestly, I really don't want to kill a dragon anymore. (laughs) I literally can't kill a dragon. Dad, you're not listening to me. I tried it that one time and it just didn't work. I'm full of teen angst. <laughs> yeah, and that's when uh, when my chemical romance comes on. Oh my god! <laughs> when I was a young man, I'm just kidding. Um, so they start the dragon training. First rule of dragon training: get a shield. Second rule: know how many shots your dragon has in him. <laughs> So, I mean, shot, 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 shots. No, no. (laughs) Uh, So after, you know, the, the whole like training thing, he goes, you know, back and he realizes that the Night Fury dragon is still there and discovers that his tail is so fucked up that he can't fly. And so, you know, he's like, oh, we got to figure out how to fix this. And then he goes back to the to the keep, and everybody's fucking around with him because he's like this weak little shit that can't do anything. He's a stain on the Viking, you know, on the Vikings. Because he's just to make it so personal. Jeez. Oh, yeah. this is my backup. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, oh, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> issues here. And the the know. one that cracks me up though is um, oh God. The snot lout, I think. No, not snot lout. The the frog leg Fish one. Legs. Frog leg or whatever his name was. The one that's the big Fish nerd. Legs. Fish legs, right? The one that's the big oh, nerd. Okay. He's like, yeah. He's like the annoying guy in a Dungeons and Dragons crew that's read every manual. <laughs> We've all read that totally person. Totally not what it's like in the books. That's not what he's not. He's not like that in the books. No, in the books, he's just like a totally useless kid who has a lot of allergies. Aww. And can't swim. Oh no, poor Ian. <laughs> yeah, and then like halfway through the series, he finds out that he's got berserker blood, so he's really good on the battlefield sometimes. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Uh, well. I don't know if that happens in the sequels, because this is the first time I watched this movie, so I don't know. I don't know what happens in the other movies. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, eventually I'll watch them. 
Eventually. This one was good enough. Have you not really seen awesome. the sequels yet? No. Oh my god. They're really good. I've heard uh, I've heard <laughs> super good things. I just think it's funny that Jay Baruchel plays um a, a character that ends up looking like John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> what? In the third movie, Hiccup has a beard and he's a grown ass man and shit and he looks like oh, okay. John Krasinski. Like, there was a side-by-side. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, you know, Prince Charming looks like uh, Nicola Wasau or whatever. Not Wasau. Oh, shit. Whatever his last name is that's in Game of Thrones is uh, Jamie. You know? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. I agree with Gracie 100%. I don't, but sure. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, you know, they're given this manual to read, and then, like, the kids are like, Ugh, homework? I just want to kill something. Mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's a mood for you in this movie, Donnie. Is that what I'm getting? It, this is actually movie. an autobiography of his life. Yeah, I'm literally every character, including <laughs> Toothless. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, wait, I do have a question about Toothless. Mm-hmm. Is Toothless uh, a girl in the books? Uh, Toothless is a completely different character in the books, and but he's a boy. Uh, for some reason, I thought Toothless was a girl. He's, like, very effeminate looking, the way that he's drawn. Well, you know what? I think maybe it's because... I'm thinking of the alternate universe. It's like the Berenstein Bears thing. <laughs> an alternate universe. The alternate universe where you read the books that you've never read. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, I, re- I heard you reading the books over Skype. Oh, or yeah. Whatever. I mean, I made his voice sound like a little girl because he has, like, a stutter, and he, like, he's a little kid, and it's adorable. Wait, Toothless? Is Toothless, Toothless is a kid? Voice? What? Yeah. You're blowing uh, our minds uh, here. Sorry. What? In the books, Hiccup can talk to dragons. Oh. And that, like, the How to Train Your Dragon is all the other Vikings have their little pet dragon, and they have to, like, yell at the dragon to get it to do what they want. But Hiccup just, like, talks to his dragon and convinces it to help him out because they're friends or whatever. Oh. oh. I got to be honest. I like that it's nonverbal communication in the movie. I think, like, the the book and the movie are so completely different, and a lot of people, like, they'll, they'll be like, oh, they changed so much in the movie, like, the book's way better than the movie. Honestly, they're both incredible things, and I don't even really see them as being the same, they just have the same named characters. Yeah, like, oh, you can okay. only get away with getting away, getting so far off of the script, like, of the original material, if it's good, you know? Like, yeah. I, I know movie adaptions of books that I enjoy that I absolutely hate the movie adaption of. But then I have movie adaptions that I think are better than the actual book. Which, when yeah. Angelina and I did... I wouldn't say it's better or worse. It's just completely different. Yeah. Like, Angelina and I both agreed. Like, I had read Fifty Shades of Grey. The movie is far better than the book. <laughs> which I'm isn't so saying sorry. much, but it is. <laughs> Um, you know what uh, another one that uh, the movie's way better the book is Last of the Mohicans the book fucking sucks the movie is pretty fire (laughs) 
and all of the literature purists just stopped listening. <laughs> hey, I'm here talking up a book series, so I don't know what y'all are on about. Okay, anyways, let's, uh... So, so what happens next? So Hiccup begins to read this manual that they've been given, and essentially what you get out of it is kill every dragon on sight. So... It is extremely dangerous. Kill on sight. Extremely dangerous. Kill on sight. Kill on sight. Kill on sight. And then there's kill, absolutely... Kill, 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 exactly. kill, kill, kill. Yeah. Every dragon will kill you if you don't kill it first. Yeah. Man, it feels like that kind of reminds me of the military, but okay. <laughs> Wait, this is a story. <laughs> okay, so uh, the whole thing of like kill, 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 um, there's a part of training in the military where you get like... You put a bayonet onto your rifle, and you have to, like, uh, fucking stab the, like, fake body thing. And while you're doing that, you, like, you're saying, kill, kill, <laughs> kill, kill, kill. I'm not even kidding. That's, That's actually disturbing. something. That, that is I know. the most hilarious shit I've ever seen or heard. Well, like, are you trying to so imagine, imagine her stabbing a straw dummy? Yeah, so imagine, imagine my little dumpy self. <laughs> like, I, I was actually picturing it the whole time. I was picturing, like, specifically Ajeline with, like, a fucking bayonet just, like, stabbing a straw man. I can see yeah. your crazy face, Ajeline. I can see it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my dumpy little potato body oh my doing God. that. Can that be the, like, the next cover of your guys' podcast? Is Ajeline with a bayonet stabbing like a Oh my God, we should, we should commission it for our Patriot episode next year. <laughs> oh my God. I'll play Gabriel. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so Hiccup's dad has decided to go on a mission to find where the dragons live. He's looking for the nest. So while he's gone, you know, Hiccup is, of course, learning to be uh, a dragon slayer. But because of what he's doing with the Night Fury, which he's named Toothless, you know, uh, he's learning some tricks on how to, you know, like... Beat, Take, the, like, yeah. beat the dragons. Uh, one of the things that really cracked me up is uh, when they're when he's drawing, and then Toothless oh, gets wow. the fucking tree. Still recording? I am recording again now. <laughs> okay, well. But I did catch that joke that uh, you guys made about Gracie getting shot down in the middle of the street <laughs> before I hung up. I was like, okay, we'll keep that in. So, technical difficulties, everyone. Yay. <laughs> Gracie's mic keeps dying because she needs a new one. So, Patreon, please. <laughs> nice segue. Um, uh, so, yeah, like, what I was saying before I died was that, um, you know that part where Hiccup is standing on the line and every time he does, uh, Toothless growls at him? Yeah. Like, my dog, Jiggy, does that when you say something is his. Like, if I say it's mine, my dog will literally make that exact same face and growl at me. <laughs> it's very reminiscent. Of course, my dog is a little tiny four-pound chihuahua that thinks he's 100 pounds, and it's great. Or 100 years old, either way. <laughs> either way. Um, so, also during this time, Hiccup is uh, making a tail for uh 
toothless. So toothless. toothless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I lost my breath. Sorry. Um. You know he's working on getting this tail, and you know learning how. And you got yeah. shot. What? because you got shot oh, Jesus Christ Thank you, the joke has died <laughs> let it rest like my shot body I guess I don't know Ugh. rest in peace R.I.P. <laughs> um, so you know he... that's what happened to that joke <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know he's, lear- he's uh, learning how to get the tail working um, how to get it to retract properly how to use it in the wind uh, he's learning that, you know, dragons don't like eels. And uh, they have a spot where they immediately pass out if you tickle it. And then the, like... Honestly, same, though. <laughs> and oh, I God. think the funniest part of this whole learning about the dragons thing is, like, when he has the light and it's the laser. Like, like fucking cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. It is. Um, but yeah, Astrid is super, super fucking jealous. She is like, what the fuck is this scrawny little piece of shit doing? Well, because she used to be the best, and now she's yeah. not the best, and she's jealous. Yeah, like, yeah. how the fuck is this scrawny-ass kid beating her? The fuck? Um, <laughs> there's then this amazing flying sequence, you know, after Hiccup's oh. dad returns. Yes. Oh, it was so beautiful. Can you just take a moment to, like, just mention that the animation in this movie is among the best I've literally ever seen in any movie ever? It is really good. And the fact that it came out nine years ago and holds up really well, like, Shrek it is kind of nine years ago. It looks like something that came out last year. It does. Yeah. Because, you know, like, Shrek, Shrek's very blocky. It's it's not very yeah. clean, right? Whereas this, like, you can see every hair on his head. You can see the fibers of the fur on their cloaks and stuff. Like, it's it's so crisp. It's <laughs> it, yeah. It has better animation than Leap, which we did last week. <laughs> and that's saying something, because Leap was pretty well animated, too. Or Ballerina, since that's where it is everywhere else. Um, so... After this, you know, we see, after this amazing flying sequence, there's these little dragons that come and try to steal Toothless's food. And, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of adorable because, like, one of them ends up getting a fish. <laughs> and and, uh, and then, like, they came and they, like, lie, um, they, like, lied on, uh, Pick up slap. Yeah. Like, under they his arm, Because yeah. well, he, like, he offered the dragon a fish and then it was, like, grateful and just, like, hit under his arm. Yeah. So, so it's showing yeah. that these dragons are like actually pretty adorable creatures and they're not, you know, as scary as They're not going to uh, just kill you and if you don't kill them first, they'll you'll die. Right. Mm-hmm. So, after this, uh Hiccup returns home and his dad's there. And his dad is like super fucking proud, right? And this <laughs> is the part where I'm going to have the self-depreciating humor. Wait, because... okay, did we mention that Hiccup's dad, like, went on a quest to do something yeah. throughout most of that sequence? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's returned home, and he's like, oh, I'm so proud of you, son. And then he hands his son uh, a helmet, and he goes, it was half of your mother's breastplate. Match and set. Keeps it close, you know? And all I could think of was, was oh, man, I could fit in that. 
<laughs> Self-depreciating humor. Ashley knows how big I am. Gracie's got big ass titties. I got some G's. More than you probably need to know. Can't be real. Oh, no, it's oh. real. Ageline's seen them. In a bra, but she's still seen them. Yeah, she needs to get a breast reduction. I have a friend who did... Wait, we're not going to talk about this. <laughs> listen, listen. My mom was an I. So. Girl. Uh, yeah, I know, right? I'm like, God, I hope I don't hit that level. Um, But yeah, the... It was half of her breastplate. I was like, oh my god, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) So, the next day, you know, uh, there's this little fight scene between Astrid and and Hiccup. And he ends up beating Astrid. And so he is chosen by the Elder to slay the dragon. Can we just take a moment to, to, like, it's not a fight between Astrid and Hiccup. It's like them proving their worth against a dragon. Yeah, exactly. My bad. And Hiccup yeah. wins. Well, Hiccup does not win in a fight against Astrid. Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, when you said that, Gracie, I was like, I think I missed that part. <laughs> I meant they were going up against each other. Yeah. <laughs> so, Astrid, of course, is fucking livid, right? She's like, I worked my ass off and here comes this scrawny little fucking nobody and he stole my spot and so she's also noticed you know that he's been sneaking off so finally she follows after him and she's like okay who the fuck is helping you who's training you like bitch i'm gonna kill something or somebody and then toothless shows up <laughs> and he does not like astrid at first no. Oh, Astrid doesn't like Toothless. <laughs> yeah, Astrid's yeah. like, I'm gonna kill him! And <laughs> Get down, I'll kill it for you. <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't do that! <laughs> don't do that. Well, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, Jay Baruchel has the same tone inflection as Jordan Peterson, and it was very distracting. I'm sorry, what? He sounds so much like Jordan Peterson, in my opinion. <laughs> And it was distracting. They both have that high-pitched, nasally kind of voice. Okay. But only one is a lobster daddy. (laughs) And the other one's a dragon daddy. Lobsters! God. Hiccup is nobody's daddy. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. In that last film, he's uh, he's pretty hot looking. Uh, no. (laughs) Just not your daddy. He could be hot, but he's not a daddy. <laughs> well, no, he's not daddy, but. God, way to ruin the joke, Donnie. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, buzzkill over here. Listen, I have to step on every joke that Ashley makes. It's in my head. <laughs> it's, it's in Donnie just secretly hates me. Actually, no, that's not a secret. He just hates me. I don't hate you. Aww. Oh. You're my well. friend. Why would I be on your podcast if I hate you? Because you're like my arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> Even arch nemeses don't hate each other. They just like push each other to be better. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, that puts a whole new light on a Batman Joker relationship. They really mm. do need each other. <laughs> wow. That was the whole plot of Lego Batman, and it was amazing. It was. That was the gayest thing in the world, and people were upset because Robin had two dads. <laughs> like. <laughs> Did you not catch the whole, like, this movie is very gay kind of thing going on? <laughs> and one of them is a closet 
<laughs> you know, a closet case. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. Anyway, so uh, Astrid is like, I'm going to kill it, but it doesn't work. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to run away and tell. And Hiccup's like, oh, fuck, my dad's going to find out. This is going to be bad. Fuck, I need to kidnap her. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what he and Toothless do is kidnap her. They, like, throw her on a fucking tree and dangle her over a cliff. And they're like, be silent. I swear you're going to die. <laughs> you can't tell my dad. <laughs> well, that's how you get the girl, right? Obviously. Generally, yeah. <laughs> you that's hold basically her against what happens in that. Oh, against your yes. will. Uh, well, that's that's how my boyfriend got me. Oh dear. Actually, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't know. Oh. I'm not really sure what we are yet. <laughs> I thought is God, it because of kimono? Shh. No. <laughs> it's a different guy. <laughs> yeah, I gave him mono. Oh my God, I sleep. God, I hope. You hope I swear, if he ever listens to this, I'm fucked. Oh, you know, it'd be cute if you guys do get together, and then he finally listens to it like six months later. It's not like we name. It's not like we dropped his name or anything. No. Well, his name is. Just kidding. Da da da. That's a uh, dumb name. His parents are dumb. Just kidding. Wow. <laughs> I, do, I do pay my BFF Jill. <laughs> Flashback. Um, so, finally, you know, like, after she's dangled over a cliff, you know, they, they get on Toothless together, and Toothless is fucking pissed. And... <laughs> Hiccup's like, alright, Toothless, do your thing, but be gentle about it. And Toothless is like, fuck this bitch. This isn't a sex scene, by no. the way. <laughs> no, it sounds like it, but it's not. <laughs> Actually, get away from the mic. You're screaming so loud, I can hear it peeking. <laughs> We're gonna have to stop this so Ashley can take a breath. Good God! Let's be a five-minute breather so that Ashley can breathe. I'm back. Lamaze. Cut, cut to the sponsors. <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, they're flying through the air and. Uh, and Toothless doesn't let up on how, like, all these, like, maneuvers and stuff. It's very aerial, like, if you've ever seen, um, jet, jet displays. It's very similar to that in all of the kind of tricks that, uh, Toothless like is doing. Yeah. Or the Blue Angels or something like that. Very similar kind of deal. And, uh, finally, he relents when Astrid apologizes to him. And then they fly for a really long time together because then, like... Then Day it's like the other most beautiful like scene in the movie. This... And they go above the clouds and there's the stars. This oh. part? Uh, oh, 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 and then they have the northern lights and it's fucking perfect. And honestly... And then Ashleen materializes on the screen. <laughs> Aurora true. Borealis. <laughs> so true. Borealis. Um... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 
but no, I think the best part of this scene not only is the beautiful animation, but the amazing score. Like, the score for this particular scene is just so beautiful. (laughs) The movie's... This movie's crazy, because, like, 30% of the movie is just soundtrack. Like, there's no dialogue happening for so much of this movie. And it's still incredible, and it says so much, even in those moments where it's not talking. Yeah. I mean, there was, like... because that that sort of music, I was kind of wondering if it was. Um, it turns out it's an Icelandic singer who sings it. There was a singer. There was no singer in the scene. It was at the end of the movie where there was a singer. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, it's okay. We'll get there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get there, Icelandic. Eventually. Um, so the day of the final in exam comes, and. Of course, Hiccup's dad is like, today my boy becomes a Viking. And, you know, then Hiccup has to do his fight, and there's this big-ass dragon there, the one that catches itself on fire. Mm -hmm. And, uh... That's not a thing that it can do in the books, by the way. Okay. (laughs) It's pretty fucking cool in the movie. It Uh, is. Super cool, yeah. Yeah, so Hiccup, you know, drops everything, and he tries to explain to his dad, hey, these are actually really gentle creatures if you know how to handle them. And his dad's like, stop the fight, because now he's embarrassed that his son is not being a manly man viking, you know. And uh, then he just makes everything fucking worse and causes the dragon to, uh, you know, like, snap. And so, now you got the dad, you got Astrid, you got Hiccup, all trying to, you know, get away from this dragon that's trying to kill them. Toothless, who is several miles away, manages to hone in on the fact that his rider is in trouble. And so, Toothless, you know, manages to get to the arena, barely able to fly. not being able to fly. Yeah, like, he's getting there quick. And then, um... Oh, yeah, I guess, eh? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, he comes to save the day, but the dad ends up, you know, managing to get him, like, under lock and key, and... And then everyone cried. Oh, uh, I, I know, I was sad. so sad about it. It was like, poor, poor Hiccup, poor Toothless. Or toothless. And Hiccup's like trying to explain. He's such a little gentle creature. He's like a little kitty cat. Yeah. You know, and this this is where Hiccup says, you know, they've killed hundreds of us. Or the dad goes, they've killed hundreds of us. But then uh, Hiccup goes, we killed thousands of them. And my response to that, I was like, wow, is that a metaphor for U.S. war? Oh, I I thought it was slavery, but okay. Either way, I mean, when, I, when that line happened, I thought of, like, 9-11, for example, where 2,000 people died, and because of the resulting wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, millions of innocent people died, so. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. We don't talk about that, because we don't like uh, hearing about, uh, well, uh, I mean, America doesn't, but oh, we don't like hearing about our faults. No, we're perfect. Well, Canada is. Just kidding. Just There's kidding. a lot of we... things that Canada has done. Very bad things. Yes, yeah. very, very bad things. Colonialism is awesome. Somebody's going to isolate that and use it against me later. 
<laughs> I feel like you said it ironically enough. I hope so. <laughs> um, so after they have this big fight, his dad looks at him and goes, you're not my son. Like, you fucking asshole, dude. Dude. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. You piece of shit. You're a I bad mean, father. Picturing it from Stoic's perspective, that, like, there's a lot of shit that just happened that he has no idea about. And he's and then not a good listener. Son, like, throw down his weapon and shield in front of, like, a dragon that's trying to kill him. He's just like... I don't understand who you are anymore. <laughs> yeah, but you're not my son. Like, fucking hell, dude. Ugh. It's an overreaction, for sure. Bit. Um, so that after this... masculinity, I tell ya. It really is. Yikes. <laughs> uh, listen, it's true. It exists. And if you take offense to that... Really? Maybe you need Does to... it? <laughs> and if you take offense to that, maybe you need to look in. Look in. Look, look inside your heart. Maybe uh, see where that anger's coming from. <laughs> uh, so, as a young man who does not fit gender stereotypes, <laughs> I know what toxic masculinity is. I bet. I, I'm, I'm not yeah, really sarcastic. Did you just woman explain toxic masculinity to Donnie? <laughs> she did too. I. You know what? I. I'm just saying. Rude. Oh well. <laughs> call me rude then. Uh, and misandric. Woo! Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, how many times do you use that word on this show? <laughs> not, not. But actually, that's that's actually <laughs> that's what our podcast is all about: misandrity. Misandry, you mean? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the misandrist podcast. <laughs> Has a nice <laughs> ring to it, I think. We're not here for the women; we just hate the men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's coming up with our tags and everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> hashtag feminism. Um, <laughs> so Hiccup's dad ends up taking Toothless on a boat where Toothless can guide them to wherever the nest is. And Hiccup is trying to explain that, you know, oh, because we skipped over the part a little bit where Astrid and um, and uh, Hiccup are riding on Toothless and they end up in the nest and they discover that all of these dragons are starving or being killed by this big mama dragon, you know? And when we say big, we mean literally the size of a mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. not an exaggeration. It's it's a she's a big bitch. I don't know if she's a man or a woman. Holy shit! Probably it's... a woman. Let's be real. <laughs> Only women are fat. Well, I thought it was very similar to like a queen bee situation and a beehive. <laughs> yeah, it, you exactly. know, so or like she... a queen ant. Yeah, exactly. I feel like this conversation is very uncomfortable because I'm fat. <laughs> Aren't you both fat? <laughs> yeah. Why does it have to be uncomfortable? I, Ashley, maybe you need to take a body positivity course. Make yourself feel better about yourself. Yeah, um, Ashley, a, you're beautiful a, and fat. I'm a fucking drag queen, okay? That is my body positivity I guess, course. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've stripped on stage in front of a crowd of people. And like, it was amazing. I don't yeah, have that kind of true. self-confidence, so. 
<laughs> I disagree, but okay. Well, Johnny was very uncomfortable when I sent him the video, and he was like, "Whoa, okay." She sent the video, and I'm like watching through it, and I was like, "Oh, you know, whatever." It's like a drag queen routine, and then she just like Shoot. takes off her clothes, and I'm like, "I don't want to watch this anymore." <laughs> are you? Are I you, live with are that you person. Her? <laughs> Is it because I'm fat? <laughs> no, it's because I'm a friend. <laughs> I'm and kidding. Also, I'm gay. Don is like, <laughs> you're like my sister. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, Hiccup's dad has Toothless, and they're you know trying to find the nest that Astrid and Hiccup had discovered. And Hiccup had tried to tell his dad that you know these dragons are only raiding because they have to feed this monster. You know? But, of course, his dad's like, fuck you, I hate you, you're not my son. So, off they go. He literally doesn't hear a word that his son says. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, like, really everything that Hiccup says in that moment is, like, the perfect words. It's just the wrong time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so, after his dad leaves... Hiccup and Astrid are like, well, what the fuck are we going to do? And Hiccup's like, I'm going to do something stupid. And Astrid said, you already did something stupid. Okay. I'm going to do, do something, something crazy. <laughs> and so he basically... And then Astrid literally falls in love with him, even oh, though boy. she was already. Yes. This is exactly how it goes in the movie. Um, so they end up going to where the uh, training dragons are. And Hiccup teaches all of his little friends... Uh, you know that these these dragons, if you know how to, you know, work with them, are going to work with you. They're not evil like we've been taught for several centuries. And so they all, uh, you know, hop on a dragon and they all ride out to stop Hiccup's dad. And then we get to the part where Hiccup's dad is at the mountain and they're putting stakes in the ground and all of the shit getting ready and then they break open the mountain and all the dragons leave. All of them. They're like, fuck this shit, I'm out. And by all of them, we mean hundreds <laughs> of thousands. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're like, peace, bitches. Oh, thanks for letting us go free. Bye. And then <laughs> you think it's over, right? They're like, oh, that was easy. And then they have... It's... This big, huge ass dragon big comes out. Come out. Yeah, I was like, it's Jurassic Park up in this bitch now. She's the T Rex. <laughs> this bitch is Jurassic Park. <laughs> I mean, she's making the same sounds and everything, just like Rah! and trying to eat people. Wow, like, Gracie, that was such a good to make roar. This ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help roar. it. Roar. 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Mid two thousands emos coming back. <laughs> Y'all remember that, right? It's not just the X space uh, D. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so um. <laughs> anyway, Hiccup shows up with his crew, and his dad literally mouths "What the?" and the camera pans away before you can see the fuck. <laughs> we all know that's movie. what he said. I didn't even see that. He, his dad looks up and goes, what the? And then the camera shoots away. But you know that next word was fuck. Some it would be my next word. Say a third word. Some people just say what the. Yeah, I but... say what the. Well, it's because you're a pure innocent angel. 
And I'm a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Those are mutually exclusive. <laughs> um, oh, wait, shit. I'm sure you guys have Christian listeners. I- I'm sorry. Oh, well, they left a long time ago if they listened to our Christian <laughs> movie episodes. <laughs> no, Nicole still listens to us. Oh, that's nice. And she's Christian. Well, <laughs> no, she's Catholic. Isn't that the same thing, Ashleen? I mean, they both Depends believe in Jesus. Depends what kind of Christian you ask. <laughs> yeah, Catholicism and Christianity are two separate things. Jack uh, Chick thinks so. <laughs> yeah. Catholicism is Christianity, but Christianity is not Catholicism. Got you. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, they, they managed to start distracting. All the kids managed to start distracting this big-ass dragon. And uh, Hiccup get lands on the boat that's now on fire to save everything's uh, on fire it really is um to save uh his poor helpless toothless and then the boat sinks and so they're going down and he's losing you know the ability to breathe underwater and then his dad shoots down and picks him up and takes him to shore and then goes back down and saves toothless and then toothless saves the dad and it's all great and awesome And uh, then they have this nice, warm dad-to-son talk, and I'm just like, y'all, it's the middle of a crisis. Do this later. (laughs) But also, it made me cry. That's fair. Yeah. You're like, I'm so, he's like, I'm so proud of you, son. I was wrong. Oh, thanks, dad. I love you. Now I'm going to go fight this thing and probably die. That's essentially what it was. Um, (laughs) So... Then Toothless goes hard as a motherfucker on that son of a bitch. His tail catches fire, but they do manage to destroy the big bad dragon by a giant fireball, and it's incredible. Yeah, like this this whole scene takes a good five minutes of screen time, and like me summarizing it just does not do it justice. It's amazing visual. Oh yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the entire movie is amazing visuals. Go watch this movie right now. But this scene in specific is, like, the best scene in the movie. Besides uh, the flying scene and the other flying scene. So good. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, they, they managed to defeat the big bad dragon. Um, but Hiccup gets thrown off of Toothless's uh, saddle. And he falls to the ground. And after the smoke clears, his dad comes up and he's like... Oh my god, my son, he's dead, you know? And then Toothless wakes up and he's got Hiccup under his wing. And Toothless is like, why is everybody crying? I've got him right he's here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, But his dad... he didn't all the way make it back. <laughs> In the end, he did lose his leg. Okay, this was something I totally... Because I have watched this movie once before years ago, mm-hmm. and this is something I totally forgot happened. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the I was one very thing, surprised. It's the one thing I know from the movie, despite having not watched it. But let me tell you, the emotion of when he wakes up and realizes that he has not got part of his leg anymore, and then, like, Toothless is like, it's okay, buddy, I understand, you know, because... They're both I don't have lost, a tail anymore. They're both little lost souls that have each lost a part of their physical form, but they make each other whole. It's so beautiful. I, I think it really speaks to like how well the movie is written that like it's 
this movie is for kids, but they didn't shy away from literally like having one of the characters lose a limb at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. and you know, like Hiccup takes it on the chin, and even though he's you know gonna have this you know disability for the rest of his life, he's gonna live with it because Toothless can live with his, you know. Yeah, and and, and in the in the other movies and in the TV show, it like like that's just a part of who he is and it's it's not like he's disabled and oh woe is me i don't have a leg it's just it's like just, that's who he is now yeah and honestly i did tear up at that part where hiccup <laughs> you know where toothless is kind of consoling hiccup and then helping him to walk i was like oh my god yeah so pretty um, but Toothless has a new tail and everything, and, like, when Hiccup goes outside, he realizes that the whole village has changed, and now they're all learning how to ride dragons, and it's a good, it's a good ending to a good movie. Yeah, and Stoic comes out and is like, do you like what we did with the village? He's all like, I hope my son approves of what I've done. <laughs> like, so excited Aww. to make his son happy, and it's so cute. I loved it so much. I was like, oh, yeah. why did I wait so long to watch this movie? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And now you guys have to watch the sequel and oh, do I... an episode on it, and I'm going to be in that episode. <laughs> uh, well, I, I don't think we're actually doing an animation month next year, so I don't know where we'd fit it in. <laughs> you can put it in, uh, are you doing uh, Pride Month? <laughs> why? Are there LGBT people in the sequel? No, but there could be. Gobber's gay, okay? <laughs> Gobber's gay. That's oh, my yeah, that was... No, I thought I thought that was the thing that he is gay. No, he's not. I think I think he has a girlfriend. Oh, oh. well, okay. Gobber also has a stone for a tooth, so. <laughs> Wait, does he? I didn't even notice. I was like, wow, he has like a really bad tooth, or it's a fucking stone. I think it was a stone. Um. So I'm going to give you some trivia now. And uh, the first thing I want to mention is that, you know, in that scene where the famous touch happens, the, you know, nose to palm thing, um, was that like was... Turned away? Yeah, the hesitation that Toothless shows during that famous scene was actually an animation error. He wasn't supposed to do that when they animated it. But because it looked so perfect, the animators chose to leave it in. And I think that little <sighs> bit of hesitation adds to its realism. And it's it, it adds so much to that scene. It's like a second, but it changes the whole feel of the scene and makes yeah. it feel way more triumphant. Exactly. Yeah. It's very it makes it it evokes more emotion. You know? Yeah. Just that little bit of hesitation. It's it's amazing what little tiny moments can make a film so much better just by including them. Um, mm -hmm. Now, originally, the Night Fury dragon was supposed to be more wolf-like in appearance, but instead, a DreamWorks employee computer screensaver of a black leopard was used instead to inspire the animators. So that's why he looks more feline. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... Now, the appearance and personality of Toothless was inspired by cats, dogs, and horses. The face also horses. bears... Yeah, horses. In what way? Um, uh, I'm well, assuming... I mean, there's a saddle. Yeah. Oh. And okay. I'm also assuming, like, 
the way he kind of holds himself very proudly, you know? Like, I guess so, yeah. Like, when he, like, sits on his hindquarters while he, like, waits for Toothless to eat the fish. Yeah, he looks like a very stubborn horse from the front angle. You know, like, ugh. <laughs> he looks like the horse from Tangled. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see it. Um, the face also bears some resemblance to a giant salamander, which is the largest amphibian in the world. And the shape of his face was also reported to have been based on the face of Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. Because Chris Sanders and Dean DeBlois, who had done Lilo and Stitch, you know, like, they worked with Walt Disney until 2007. So, that's... Yeah, and then they joined... They joined DreamWorks. Yep, and their their first film that they worked on for DreamWorks was Kung Fu Panda. Which I hear is a pretty good movie. movie. Uh, I've actually never seen it, so... It's good. Yeah, um, this was, uh, my last bit of trivia is that this was the first DreamWorks animated film with a musical score composed solely by John Powell, since he had previously collaborated with other composers on Ants, The Road to El Dorado, Chicken Run, and Shrek, and Kung Fu, pa- and Kung Fu Panda. Uh, the score oh, was so amazing. good that it resulted in Powell's first Oscar nomination. The fact that he didn't fucking win is crazy. I don't know who won Ooh, against what? him. I didn't look it up. Um, but it would have been 2010 or 2011's Oscars. So, while yeah. I'm doing the test, maybe Ashleen can look it up. Who won Best Original Score that year? <laughs> Probably Hans fucking Zimmer. Um, so, tests. Uh, we have the Bechdel test, which is two named female characters on screen alone talking about something other than a man. This is a fail, because Astrid and Toughnut are never on screen alone together. The the social network won the award that year. Oh. Boo. Yeah. Like for best original score? Yeah. That's Boo. So weird. That's almost like that. that's that's as disappointing as City of Stars winning best original song. Well, you know what? All I can say is Mark Zuckerberg. Men are trash. Men are trash. Apparently, that's hate what? speech. What? Uh, saying, oh, men men are, trash? saying men are trash is hate speech. But what if you're joking about it? It doesn't matter because I got a 24 hour Facebook ban for saying this is why some women think men are trash. That is how I worded it, and I got a 24 hour ban for hate speech. But I've gotten rape threats before, and they didn't get 24-hour bans. But what do I Well, threats aren't hate speech. No, they're threats. (laughs) Yeah. They're threats of bodily harm. You're not going to get banned from Facebook for threatening somebody. No. But if you make somebody uncomfortable, you're banned. It's true. true. (laughs) Uh, That's why, like, Facebook is pretty much only boomers nowadays. Um, so, uh, racial Bechdel test. Two people. As we record on Facebook. <laughs> it's true. Um, <laughs> it's our target audience. Uh, racial Bechdel test. Two <laughs> named people of color on screen alone talking about something other than a white person. There are no people of color in this movie, so it is a fail. Are you sure that Norse people aren't of color? <laughs> what if the color is white? <laughs> Does that count? There are not. There are no non-white people in this movie. Is that better? Damn. 
Uh, Are we calling them non-whites now? Is that it? <laughs> oh, I see how yes. it is. Um, <laughs> so, Macamori test. A female character who has an agency and a plotline not um, about pushing a, another male, male, pushing a male narrative forward. I did give this a pass only because Astrid's original point was not really to push Hiccup's story along so much as it was to pursue being the best. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't really give a shit about Hiccup until after Toothless is captured by Stoic. Exactly. Yeah. So uh it passes just for that. Now, Duvernay test. Um person of color who has agency and a plotline <laughs> not about pushing a white narrative forward again. There are no there are, people of color. In this there film. are only white people in this movie. So it fails. Uh, then we have the sexy lamp test. Uh, is there a named female character that you could replace with a sexy lamp and it not take away from the plot? You could definitely replace Tough Nut. I don't know. Yeah. Tough Nut has that one joke, though. Um, Actually, you mean Rough Nut? Yes, her. Oh, the whoops. one played by Kristen Wiig. Which they were supposed well, to both be I don't know. There's a anyway. dynamic I do like... between the twins, though. Like, they, they have banter. I do like that one part, though, where she's like, you're crazy. I like that. Yeah, that was, my, that was what I was saying, the, the one joke she has. But, like, her, her and her twin have, like, a lot of banter back and forth. Yeah, and but I don't, it, it I don't doesn't think it contribute. Would be the just one character. Yeah, it just doesn't contribute to the plot, so. I guess so, yeah. Um, and then we have the Vito Russo test, which is a person who identifies as LGBTQA+, who has agency, who has a storyline that's not just about being a stereotype. And uh, it fails. Yeah, Gobber's gay. <laughs> it, it fails. Can we so, give it like a half pass? No. Because Gobber isn't like officially revealed to be like straight. He could be gay, and he does sort of act a little bit gay. Um, No. Can we give it, like, a, an eighth of a pass? There's no half-season, and there's no eighths. It's either pass or fail. So. Well, then it should pass, because I like Gobber the Belt. She's a good character. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't think that's how I don't think that's, that's not how that works. So. Um, Why can't he be gay? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that, hmm, no. Uh, so, so, overall, it only passed one thing. Do I think that this movie is feminist? No. But do I think this movie is good? Oh my god, this movie is amazing. Yeah, it's a yeah. really good movie. It's it's also not, like, anti-feminist. Like, it's about a boy, but you could just change the gender of Hiccup, and it would be the exact same story. You really could. Sure. You really yeah. could. Um, especially because the culture... Uh, Viking culture is actually probably one of the uh, best examples of gender equality in the medieval world. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, in this movie, you can see that women are fighting right alongside the men and that, you know, the like, useless person is a weird. boy. And, yeah. And, and also, like, not a single character ever, ever tells Hiccup that he needs to be a man. It's that he needs to be a Viking. Yeah. Yeah. Very different connotations. Because it's like a Viking, you can be a man or a woman. And, and so. the fact that the strongest of the students, you know, 
it is uh, a female character. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's super good. I don't know how much I like that because it feels like she was kind of written to be the quote strong female character, but you know. I mean, probably, <laughs> but you know. Um. Hashtag feminism. Gotta get. Gotta take what we can get. <laughs> yeah. And then her agency completely goes away in the second movie. I mean, what? Oh, oh really? Thanks uh... for ruining it for us, Johnny. Jeez. Listen, the second movie's an incredible movie, but yeah, it's less feminist. <laughs> oh, wow. That is That's disappointing. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. So, Johnny, do you have anything that you want to promote? Uh, uh, like, what? Sorry, are we almost done? Yeah, we've yeah. been through everything. Oh, now we're God, this was fun. What? Sorry? I said I'm going to cry. This was fun. I don't want it to end. This is a much well, shorter episode. I mean, so we you could... had to hang out with us a lot last time because the last episode that we did together, it was two hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because that movie was two fucking hours. Oh, that movie this movie was, was two hours. <laughs> See, the last that's movie what happens when you... This is a good movie that, you know, had a very basic plot, so we were able to get through it pretty quickly, so... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and that and that was, you know, when we were making all of those jokes and, like, going off into tangents. Yeah. I still stand um, by the fact that it is a serial killer movie, and that she is in a basement. Dead. Oh, hell yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure. Definitely check out our episode with Zombie <laughs> Old Fashioned. Are you talking about it? I, I did. I did not realize that How to Train a Dragon got so dark. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, "What? This is about a serial killer? How to Train a Dragon?" Uh, this is <laughs> um. So yeah, Donnie, do you have any uh, anything that you want to link up or uh, uh, promote? I'm. I'm gonna say I don't. I don't won't really care about promoting my own thing, but I will say read the How to Train a Dragon books because they're extremely well written. And it, like extremely engaging and tons of fun, and you'll love them. Awesome! All right, uh, that's my promotion. Next time I'm on here, I'll I'll talk about my Twitch. <laughs> okay. Um, well, why don't you do that right now? Well, I don't know. We don't know when you're going to be on here next. Five twenty-five on Twitch. You're what? Psycho Dawn five twenty-five. All right, thank you, I sir. And speed run a bit. <laughs> Um, all right, so you can also check us out on Facebook, The Place of the Boomers, facebook.com slash the Feminist Critique Podcast, where uh, you can check me out on Twitter at South of Grace, and you can check out our email, which is thefeministcritiquepodcast at gmail.com. Also, be sure to look up our Patreon, where we have a separate podcast just for patrons, where you pay a dollar, and you get to listen to us talk about TV show pilots. So, Ashley? Oh, I should really put up the second episode for that. Oh, yeah. I haven't done that yet. So. Okay. Well, well, your patrons promote. are getting so much for their money. And we don't have any yet, um, It'll so. be up by the time I mean, this episode ten. comes out. Jesus. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. I'm also... Oh, we also have uh, our Twitter account, which is uh, Feminist Pod. You can go and check out. And then uh, I'm on both Twitter and Instagram as Ajlene's, A-I-S-L-E-N-E-S. And I uh, also have an Instagram for my drag persona, which is Aurora Borealas. That's A-S-S at the end. Um, and I also want to, you know, take a moment for all of us to remember 
Gerard Butler, who got shot in Georgetown, South Carolina. Okay, so we need to do a moment of silence. And it's over. So we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, we are starting our Canadian... Yeah, yeah, we're starting our Canadian movie month because it's Ageline's birthday and she got to pick and she wants to do Canadian movies. So we're going to do Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh my fucking God. That's the best movie ever made, period. Oh, are you coming back for this one? No. I don't have the movie, <laughs> so I can't watch it right before the podcast. So. Oh, okay. Well, it's not on Netflix. It's on yeah, Netflix. I've got, a, I've got a website for it. Um, Are you inviting me to next week's podcast? I feel like, I, like as a guest, I shouldn't be here two weeks in a row, you know? I mean, you could become our unofficial, like, side bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pop up once or twice a month. <laughs> Listen, ask me again in four days. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, we're doing Scott Pilgrim vs. the World next week, so check that out. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.